am not getting dirty. I am not going to, you know, run over fire because I will be that person that falls into the fire pit. This runs radio episode 884 starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, today's episode is brought to you by my friends over at Head Sweats who uh, make, as far as I'm concerned, some of the best headgear out there. Hats, visors, winter gear, uh, buffs, whatever. If it goes on your head during a run or a bike ride or whatever, um, they probably make it and it's probably pretty good stuff. Uh, They also have t-shirts and stuff too, which maybe you wouldn't think of when it comes to like Head Sweats, but you know, whatever. That's neither here nor there. They also make face coverings, you know, so if, if you need a need a fresh mask, maybe you need a holiday mask. Holidays are approaching. Uh, they got the the holiday line is out now, at least, you know, as, as this comes out uh, mid-October, or I guess kind of getting to late October 2020 right now. Um, all kinds of different holiday themed things available. And of course, the standbys, the uh, the Sasquatch stuff, the unicorn stuff, uh, all of the, the normal head sweat stuff, new designs coming out all the time as well. So if, you know, if, if you're looking for something to add to the old uh, holiday shopping list for yourself or maybe uh, get some some gear for some friends or some family, uh, why not check out head sweats? And uh, if you do so, we got some deals for you. So uh, if you use the code DizRuns35 at checkout, you'll save 35% on everything you order. So that's that's right there is pretty good. And uh, if you want to help, you know, support uh, the show a little bit, instead of going to the regular Head Sweat Head Sweats website, point your browser to disruns.com slash head sweats, which still just takes you back to the regular Head Sweats website, but that gives uh, gives me a little commission for referring you there instead of uh, you know, no commission if you just go to the main website. So disruns.com slash head sweats, take you there, shop to your heart's content, and then make sure you use the code disruns35. That's D I Z R U N S. The number three, the number five. Diz runs 35 at checkout. Save yourself 35% on whatever gear that you get. And uh, if you decide to get some things, let me know. Love to see those photos or love to hear what kind of designs or styles. Because there's different styles of hats too. Uh, love to hear what things might tickle your fancy. So check it out. Thanks for supporting the uh, the sponsors, supporting the show. And uh, now without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey guys. Uh, today's guest is, uh, somebody who's been listening to the show for a while, raised her hand when I put the, uh, you know, the call out there to, to interview some of you folks, have some of you guys that listen to the show regularly on the, on the, uh, the show itself. And, uh, certainly looking forward to it today. Uh, according to her blog, today's guest is a quote unquote, former couch potato mom who found fitness and life hasn't been the same since. So if that's not kind of the, the perfect intro for somebody to, to come on this show and just, you know, for, for those of us who have gotten into running at some point in our lives as well, um, I don't know what is. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. And without any further ado, it's a pleasure to be able to welcome Ms. Hildy Weiss to the show. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Hildy. Really appreciate it. I'm certainly looking forward to it. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, the, the pleasure is mine. And guys, if you want to kind of connect with Hilda, if you haven't done so already and, and read some of her writings on her blog, the, the blog website is youwantmetodowhat.home, which is, a, I mean, what a, what a great URL right there, right? Uh, youwantmetodowhat.home is the, is the blog site. And uh, on Instagram, great place to connect with her there as well, is at momof5 and then the number 68. So momof5 all spelled out, M-O-M-O-F. F I V E and then the number six, the number eight, mom of five, six, eight on Instagram, uh, disruns.com slash eight, eight, four. As per usual, uh, if, 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 you know, website URLs and social media handles are too much to, to remember right now, cause you're out on the run or running errands or doing whatever, uh, all you gotta do is always point your browser back to the show notes for today. We'll have everything linked up for there as per usual, disruns.com slash eight, eight, four for today. So, uh, Hildy, you know, you've listened to the show once or twice at least. So you, you know, that this question's coming. I can't, can't surprise yeah. you with the first question. Uh, so we'll just tee it up and let it fly. And that's just to simply ask, what is your favorite distance to race and why? Uh, so I thought about this and I, I don't really have a favorite distance to race. I think the, the most, um, frequent races I've done 
is a 5K, but I wouldn't really call it my favorite. I think my favorite run to do is a four mile um, and on the trails, mm-hmm. which I, I found a love of that last year. Um, but I think four miles is kind of like that good distance where it's um, it's 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 just a nice number. Um, it's not too little. It's not too much. Um, and at this point right now with my fitness level, I think that's where I'm at. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And and you're right. You know, I, I don't know that I've ever necessarily thought of it that way, but like four miles, anywhere you get into that, you know, for me, it's kind of that four, five, six area, but, but, you know, obviously for each person, it's their own, but for you, I can, I can see, um, or at least I, I like that, that definition of like, it's just a, a good number. It's, it's enough to feel, I'm assuming probably putting words in your mouth now, but enough to feel accomplished, but not so much that it takes up a whole entire day or you feel beat up afterwards, things like that. So just a good, a good, nice little number. And yeah, being out on the trails, nothing, nothing wrong with that at all. Right. So, um, how'd you get uh, started in the sport, Hilda? You know, from that that little bit I, I read, and, and we can maybe dive into some of the the pre running life uh, at some point, or maybe right now as well. I don't know, but um, you know, couch potato mom found fitness. Uh, what what was what was you know what what was the what was it that got you going? What what was it that got you started into into fitness and, and eventually into running as well? So I didn't really do anything in my. 20s and 30s. And I think that in my early 40s, on my own, I was doing at home workouts, mm-hmm. um, DVDs like um, The Firm and uh, walk at home workouts. And I thought that was, um, you know, pretty good. And then in the summer of 2014, I wound up um, deciding to get a personal trainer at the uh the JCC that we belong to, but I really wasn't taking much advantage of. And, um, I wound up starting to work with my trainer who I still work with today, Jeff. And, um, I was actually dealing with an injury at the time. So I was pretty limited. I had hurt my hand during a fall and I couldn't move a whole lot. So it took about six months until I, I was able to really be on my own and, and, um, I remember at our first meeting, Jeff had said to me, if you could do anything, what would you want to do? And I said, I would love to be able to jog or run, but I don't think I can because I feel like I would look foolish doing it. Uh, And I also worried about injuring myself. So, you know, we didn't really do much after that conversation. And then once I recovered from my hand injury and I started to do more cardio, um, he had me implement some like a a minute run in a walk on the treadmill. And before I knew it, he said, I think you should do a 5k. Mm. And at that point I was only doing, I think maybe a mile straight. And I said, how am I going to do a 5k? He's like, just, just do it. So I did two practice runs. I had signed up for a 5k and that was the beginning of it. That was in May, 2015. And we just took it from there. What was, what was that first 5k? Like, I mean, was it, was it, uh, uh, super difficult? Was it easier than you thought it was going to be? Was there a lot of walking? Did you run most of it? Like how, how did that first 5k go? So I I ran the whole way and I think my time was about 33 minutes. That's not and bad at all for, for no, and, and, <laughs> the first and, and race. There were, yeah. and there, were, there were some hills. I, 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 I went to it by myself, but I had a, a close friend who was doing it. She, she's, uh, a, a much more uh, active runner, and she also participated in it. And my uh, Jeff and his wife did it, but um, I pretty much ran by myself during that time, and it just felt good. Um, and I think that at the last tenth of a mile, that friend of mine met me and said, "I'm going to, you know, run the rest of the way with you. Come on!" And she was, you know, cheering me on and just really encouraging me. And when I crossed the finish line, I felt like I had given birth mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've had five kids, but it was like this great feeling of accomplishment, um, especially because it, for most of my adult life, I had been overweight. I had not been active at all. And it just um, gave me the sense of like, wow, I, I, I did this mm-hmm. and I, I'm going to do it again. So I did my next 5k a month later and 
uh, I've done, you know, several since. Mm -hmm. And I think within a month later, my trainer had suggested that I venture out into a 10 K and try for that. And I remember we were having a conversation on our way to run at um, a local Metro park. And I said, I don't know, you know, 10 K seems like a lot. He's like, okay, you can do it. So um, we were in the middle of doing a mile repeat run. And after the second mile, I said, you know, I got to go take a bathroom break. He's like, come on, just like, let's finish the last mile. I said, no, 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 I I, I really got to go. He goes, fine, do it quickly. And then come right back. We got to finish this. So I, I do my thing. I come out of the, the restroom area and I tripped on a step. Mm. And that was the beginning of a three-month um, sidelining. Oh, the first of a, a few injuries I've had in the course of five years. <laughs> but I wound up breaking my foot and not being able to run for or, or walk. I, mm-hmm. And it, it was very frustrating because I was really just then starting to get into the running and, um, I'd run outside and just enjoy the process. And I was building up on my speed and uh, to have that sidelining was really defeating. And I didn't think I'd be able to come back and continue. Um, but luckily with some time and some patience, I not only came back, but I actually got better, um, in terms of my speed at that time. And I did that 10 K in May of 2016. Mm-hmm. And that was actually my fastest 10K. I think I did it a little bit more than 57 minutes. And it was that same feeling. And I think I have that every time I cross a finish line where it's like um, this feeling of joy and accomplishment. And, um, uh, you know, I, I hope every runner that crosses a finish mm-hmm finish line should feel that way. Yeah, there's there's certainly um a feeling, you know, and and, and it's it's hard to put into words sometimes, I think, or at least it is for me. Um and you know, for, for me, I'll just talk myself. I'll, I'll try to put it into words for 15 minutes and not get anywhere, but I'll talk it into a circle a few times. <laughs> but uh but yeah, that that finish line feeling is just uh, it, it's it, it's something that I think all of us have have hopefully experienced at, at one point or another as far as just like like wow, I did it, you know, I pushed myself, I I, ra- I gave it all, I ran as hard as I could. Um and and it really is a, a pretty special feeling and um, you know, I think that's something that maybe some of us, maybe myself, uh, can sometimes take for granted sometimes, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a good feeling that, that finish line feeling. So, um, we'd love to, to go back just a, a touch, you know, to get back in time slightly from where we just were there, Hildy, um, and kind of talk about, you know, what, what was the impetus to get you going? You know, if, if, um, you know, to get started, to start working with Jeff, to start going to the JCC a bit more, um, what was there, was there, something that you had always wanted to do or, or, um, just, just trying to, to get a picture of, you know, where, why five, six years ago you decided, all right, well now is, now is the time to, to get active and start, uh, you know, being a little bit healthier than I am right now. Right. So actually, um, it was in a conversation I had with my father-in-law, um, where we talked about how, um, I was always so busy as a mother of five kids and a wife and being a volunteer in the committee and community where I was always like doing a lot of things, but not really taking the time for myself. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I, I, I've been thinking about this a little bit and I was thinking of, you know, actually working at working out at the gym where we were members, but in my case, it was probably pretty much a name only. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, you know, maybe I would work with a trainer in the past. I felt like, you know, was it worth the money? But I decided, you know what, I, and this is something that I want to do for myself. And I was, you know, put in touch with Jeff about working out together. And it was probably like the best decision that I could possibly make because, uh, for, first of all, he's so good at working around people's, um, you know, if you have a, an injury mm-hmm. or you have a disability, he knows how to work around that. And, um, especially starting out where I wasn't able to do a whole lot because I didn't really have the use of my right hand, you know, like we, we worked around that and he, he tells me now how he saw something in me 
I didn't see it, obviously, that there's a lot that I can do. I lack the confidence, but if I gave it a try, that I, I could do it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I see now where I started six years ago, where I could barely do a lunge properly. And now I'm lunging with a TRX and mm -hmm. we're doing all kinds of things that I just never really thought possible. And that's one of the reasons why I started with writing the blog, because it's all about like, you want me to do what? Like, you know, you, you, you want me to do a burpee. You want me to do this kind of challenge. You, you want me to do a, a Spartan race. And, um, I really didn't think starting out six years ago when I took that step that I would be running, even though I said out loud, like, I wish I could do it. Mm -hmm. I just, I think my, what I imagined even working out with him is like, I'll go a few times a week and I'll use the machines and he'll help me work on my strength. And, and, but I, I really didn't see, um, you know, like the, the, the road that I would take in the course of this time. Yeah. And that's, and that's where, you know, obviously something that, that, that I can relate to quite well is, is, is being a coach too, is, is that, you know, sometimes, um, you know, you got to have the belief for the person that you're working with for them at first until they make enough progress that they can start to see the path that they can start to, to believe that, Oh yeah, this is possible. And, and, you know, kind of the, 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 the feelings that I get, you know, talking about your finish line feelings a minute ago, uh, the feelings I get when, when some of the folks that I work with, are crossing their finish lines and, and especially when it's something that they didn't think was possible or something that we've worked long and hard toward, towards getting to. Um, it's, 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 uh, quite a feeling as well. Um, you know, you, you mentioned a couple of you mentioned obviously in the, the beginning that, that the goal was, or that you kind of wanted to, I don't know if it's possible, but I would love to, to run or jog or, or, you know, do some, do some type of, of running activity. Uh, when you first started working with Jeff, where, where did that seed come from? I mean, I can, I can think of, you know, a, a dozen different goals that, uh, that, that people might have when they're, they're very new into, to working out and, and being active, um, besides running. So what was any idea where, where the idea of like, I would like to be able to run, like, like where, where did, did that seed come from? So I think sometimes I'd be like driving in my neighborhood or, or walking and just seeing people out there, especially, you know, like friends of mine who would be jogging or running and just having like that wish, like, oh, I wish I could do that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, as I said, I, I didn't have the confidence in myself, but I also, I think, saw the confidence that these people had, that they weren't worried about how they looked in their clothes or how how they looked when they moved along. And I think that those were the things that I, I, I was thinking about. And um, I wish I wouldn't have waited so long because honestly, I think as soon as I started like that first run I took outside um, where I did that practice 5K, I really, I gave no thought to that. Mm. I don't remember what I was wearing, but... <laughs> I, I wasn't thinking about that. I think I was just thinking about like I was in that moment of running and moving along and focusing on what I was doing. Um, and I think I, I also liked the idea of doing something, um, which is, which is running and really leaving everything else behind. Mm -hmm. And I have found that most of the time I'm able to, to do that. I'm either listening to music or listening to podcasts, but I try not to be distracted by what's going on at my house, you know, what's going on with my kids. Um, and even if I have like a, a momentary, um, distraction of that, it's like, I'm able to like right away get back into the running because I have to focus on keeping both feet on the ground and not, you know, tripping or, or falling or hurting myself. And I don't know that I can necessarily do that with another form of activity. Um, you know, when I'm, if I'm using weights or, or doing TRX, it's like, if you know, you, you get distracted and it's, it really gets in the way of things. Yeah. Um, I, uh, sorry. There's more. Go ahead. No, 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 no. That's, that was it. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, again, you're talking to a bunch of runners and, and I'm sure we're all kind of nodding our heads going, yeah, you know, being, being out there, just kind of being able to, to leave all the, the stuff behind for 
half an hour, 45 minutes, three hours, whatever the case might be for whatever the run might be, uh, is, is certainly, uh, I think a big thing that we all kind of keep coming back to and, and, uh, have, have learned to, to really appreciate about the sport of running. Um, when did trail running come into your, your mix? Because I feel like for a lot of folks, you know, painting with a broad brush, of course, but a lot of folks maybe follow what I feel like is the trajectory that, that you've been on from, from what you've said so far. It's kind of starting in the gym, starting with some, some run walk on the treadmill, eventually graduating maybe outside to running on, you know, in a, on a paved you know, path in the park or whatever the case might be, maybe on the, the sidewalk, the, the shoulder of the road. Um, and then a lot of folks at, at some point, or at least some folks at some point, you know, kind of venture onto the trails. You've already let it spill that, you know, four miles on the trail is kind of your, uh, your happy place as far as running goes. So when did you, uh, kind of decide to, to venture off the road and onto the trails a little bit? So last year, um, I think it was in the spring, um, Jeff had said, you've got to try this because once you start, you are going to love trail running. And he lives near um, a metro park that he goes there all the time. And um, there's not as many in my neighborhood. You have to probably drive around 20, 30 minutes to go. So I went with him one time and we did it and I loved it. I, I, it was a very different type of running than when you're on the road or you're on a treadmill. Um, you're using your joints and muscles differently. You have to be a lot more aware of how you are running um, and lift your feet up because you don't want to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but the scenery and um, it's different terrain and, and um, you're going up hills, which in the beginning of it was probably – uh, a big obstacle for me was going up the hills, but it's, it's a whole different type of running. And you, you really are at that point removed from the distractions that you might have if you're on the road or, or on the treadmill, because you're just, um, you're, you're in the middle of nowhere pretty much. Right. So you really have to be so aware of what you're doing. And, you know, and, and how you're moving and, and like you're, you're looking out and straight, but you're also looking at the ground Mm -hmm. because there could be debris there and, you know, not to trip over six and whatever may come your way. Uh, so we started then and I actually took part in a trail race series last year. I did two of the four races and it, that was just such a great experience. Also like different from your typical road running uh, race experience. Um, and we continued doing trail runs up until probably like the end of October last year. And then we started again this year going to a, a different Metro park. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have various trails to go on and, you know, I, I, I just love it. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, certainly something that I've, I've said, you know, more than a few times that, uh, you know, I, I, I wish that I, I ran the trails more, um, kind of like you, or at least from what it sounds like, um, it's not super convenient, you know, to, to go 20 or 30 minutes in, in the car to get to the trails to, you know, maybe run for, for an hour to then drive 20 or 30 minutes home. You almost spend as much time in the car as, as you end up doing, um, running versus, you know, where, where I can run out, out my front door and, and get an hour in and, and be done in an hour. Um, right. but, uh, but yeah, the, 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 you know, trail running, uh, like you said, it's, it's so, it's so different, which I, I think that at least for me, um, and, and maybe for a lot of folks that haven't, you know, have, before we had gotten onto the trails, um, can't imagine how, how much different it is from, from road running. I mean, it's running, running is running, right? Like it's, it's pretty straightforward, right. pretty simple. Um, was, was it a shock to you or was it a surprise to you how much, how much different trail running is from, from road running and, and, um, all of those, those subtle details and differences that are, you know, different from a trail race to a road race. I mean, was that a, an eye opening thing for you or did Jeff kind of clue you in on, on how different it was going to be before you got there? Um, we didn't really talk about the racing experience itself. And I want to, um, in those two races last year, I want to, even though we, <laughs> we participated together, he was way ahead of me. So I, <laughs> I, I did that pretty much on my own, but you are, with other people and um there seems to be a little bit more of a camaraderie for some reason on the trails mm-hmm. um it was you know like the 
the trails are more narrow, so you you have to move around people, but everyone's so nice and, you know, um, and helpful when, when you need help. Um, I think he just um, shared with me to, to be a lot more aware of how I move, uh, to, you know, with especially with lifting up the feet because you can do some damage to your ankles or, you know, like you, you got to be more careful. Um, and he said, you know, there are times that this, this season, when we went out um, to this newer place, we often do a, a mixture of terrain. So we might start out on pavement and then you go to towpath and you go on the trails and you're going up hills. Mm -hmm. And so I'm a lot more aware when you are on the trails and then you go on to the road, how that there's a different feel. Yeah, it's, it, it, it is different. And it's, it's something that, that again, that at least for, for me, um, you know, it's, it's, every trail is different, right? Every, even, even the, the same trails on different days, it depends on how much it rained or how much the leaves have fallen or what other traffic has been out on the trails. It's, it's always a, a new experience and, and a, a yeah. new, a new thing to kind of figure out. And, and like you said earlier, definitely got to be much more aware because, you know, obviously the things you see don't necessarily trip you up, but it's always those things that you don't see. It's those little sticks that are sticking out of the ground or the little, the little <laughs> divot that's covered by a couple of leaves that you don't quite see. And all of a sudden, um, you're going, you're going head over heels down the trail. Um, which, uh, you know, if you run the trails long enough, happens to everybody, but, uh, it's, it's right. definitely worth, uh, at least in my opinion, it sounds like in yours as well to, to get out there on the trails once in a while. Cause it's a, it's a fun challenge. It's a fun change of pa change of pace and uh, definitely works your body in a little different ways. It does. And you know, one thing that you get in the trails that you're not going to get when you're racing on pavement is you you see the animals. I mean, one time we were doing a, um, trail towpath mix. This it was in the spring, I guess. And I think I lost count of how many different animals we saw. Mm. You know, we saw a turtle, we saw squirrels. We, we were hearing, um, I'm trying to remember, uh, a bullfrog, mm. which I, I mean, I heard the, the, the sound from it. I'm like, what is that thing? It sounded like an earthquake or something. <laughs> and, you know, you see deer and, and I mean, I do see deer in my neighborhood when I'm running, but that's pretty much it in, in terms of, you know, mm. animals going loose. Um, you know, yeah, you're right. I mean, the thing about trails is you can do the same thing every single time or you can go to a park where they have different paths and i i really enjoy it i it it's never the same exact experience with the same path mm -hmm. from one day to the next yeah i think each one is its own experience yeah i absolutely agree and and um you know every time i talk to somebody who enjoys their time on the trail it always is is one of those things that, that makes me go, gosh, you know what? I, I need, I just, I should, I should make it more of a priority. I should, I should, you know, maybe take some days where instead of getting up and, and getting out the door at, at five thirty to get my miles in before everything gets, gets going on with, with life, I should get up at five thirty and get an hour's worth of work done. Or maybe try to get, try to get as much work done as possible so that I can maybe sneak off for, you know, for that two hour chunk later in the day where I can, you know, drive to the trail, run for an hour and, and drive home. Um, and make that more of a, of a regular part of the routine because it really is, it really is a, a great way to, uh, enjoy our sport. So for those that haven't done it it's, before, you know, two thumbs up trail running, it's, it's, it's good time. It, it's great. And, and you know what, I mean, it's a, a different calorie burn, mm -hmm. uh, when you're doing the trails, um, your time is may not be the same. I think I, I was actually running a little faster last year when I was doing the trails, but we're taking our time a little bit more when we've gone this year, um, but it, it really doesn't matter. I mean, it's, I don't, I don't view it as a race. It's really just like enjoying the experience each and every time we go. And we're, we're actually, we're planning on, I, I have a, we set a goal since I haven't been able to race for several months. Um, Jeff had wanted me to do a 10 K before the end of the, whatever the running season is here. So we decided that by the end of November, um, we're going to run a, the distance of, I think it was probably going to be about 6.3 miles on a trail that we've done before. It was mm. earlier in the season and it's some towpath. It's going up a lot of hills, which I've done before running around the trails up on top of the mountain and then coming back down and then, you know, going back on the towpath to where we started. 
And I, I know it's going to, it's the same exact path that we did a few months ago, but I know it'll be a different experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it absolutely will. That's one of the, uh, I suppose that's one of the, the blessings of a trail, but you could maybe make an argument. It's a, it's a, it's a curse too, because you never, even though you're running the same trails, you're never running the same, the same route again. So there's always, there's always some variables to be, to be considered. Um, Another thing, if if I'm getting my my dates lined up here correctly, kind of getting into trail running a little bit last year in 2019, um, but also getting into uh, a little bit of Spartan racing in 2019. What was uh, was that another Jeff idea, or was that something you came up with on Absolutely. your own? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, he's he's been a, a big Spartan uh, racer in the past, and he would say for I don't know how many months before I succumbed to registering, <laughs> like you've got to do this and. Uh, you have to understand, like, and the, and the reason, again, that I came up with a blog is it's all about, like, since I started, uh, you know, you want to call this a fitness journey, I'm, I'm just doing things that I really never thought I was capable of, thought possible. So doing something like a Spartan race, I remember he would talk about it, he would say, like, you would love it. And I would look at him like, I am not getting dirty. I am not going to, you know run over fire because I will be that person that falls into the fire pit. (laughs) I will be the one who is going to be under the barbed wire and come out with cuts all over. And going back to the dirty thing, I just never liked the idea of getting dirty, but I just could not envision myself letting go of my fears and my discomfort. And, you know, I wound up signing up for it. Uh, we did it in Brooklyn, Michigan last year and having grown up in Michigan, I never heard of Brooklyn. So mm-hmm. I was so unfamiliar with it, but we, it was about a two and a half drive from Cleveland and it was probably in the, in the top five experiences of my life. It was really like, it's so different from anything I've done. And as much as, you know, I, I mentioned the, the feeling of accomplishment when I've crossed the finish line. This was something different because this was really about realizing that nothing is impossible. Mm. And um, if you set your mind to something and you don't let all the the mental voices get in the way saying you can't do this, you can. Mm. And I think that that was um just a a big milestone for me and it wasn't about like oh we have to do in a certain amount of time it was about getting through these obstacles there was one point where um you know we went through the muddy water and i think i decided like the week before after checking the weather conditions and kind of hoping in the back of my mind that maybe it was going to be bad and it was going to get canceled (laughs) Uh, and it was going to happen after all, I I decided, you know what, it really doesn't matter. I'm going to get dirty and it's Mm -hmm. fine. And I'm not going to worry about it. So we go through this pool of muddy water. You have to go under the wall and come out of it. And I have the pictures, thanks to Spartan.com of my face as I Mm -hmm. had just come out of that wall. And then you have to go um, up uh, an inverted wall. And you, you know, you, you hold on to a rope and you have to walk on this wall, but you, you're a little slippery because right. you just came out of muddy wall. Well, I went up and Jeff got to the top and I was starting to go up and then I was slip. And I'm thinking like, I, I can't do this, but we're doing this as a team. So it's okay. Like maybe, you know, we don't have to do the burpees. And he just, he was saying, you can do this. You can do this. And I was up at a height enough that there was a total stranger who said, you know, let me hold on to you. And he helped me with, you know, my right side and Jeff helped me with the left side. And I got myself up on, onto the top of that inverted wall Mm -hmm. and then going down was fine. And I didn't think too much of it at the time, but Jeff said, it's like, he said, that was the moment that answered the question I kept on saying to him, why am I doing this? You know, what do I need to do a Spartan race for? He said it was that moment where I got over that obstacle, which was the hardest one for me. And I did it. Even, and it doesn't matter that I had the help of these people. It just like, 
I there were times that I was slipping and thinking like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. Mm -hmm. And and then I did it. Well, and and you might have had some help, but they didn't do it for you. Like they assisted you, but you still had to do it. So so I mean, you know, what a what a great, you know, literal metaphor of getting over the wall, right? Getting over this obstacle of of putting yourself in position to where a couple of folks can give you that extra little nudge that's needed and, and boom, there you go. And then you're off to the proverbial races after that. Right. And, and I got to tell you the, the, the nice thing about the Spartan is that the people who are doing it, it it's, there's so much camaraderie and it, it's not like, you know, you're, you're doing this alone because people are cheering you on and you, you know, you chat with people along the way and, they're cheering you on. I mean, it's like, it, it's, it's so encouraging. Mm-hmm. So having that, that man who I never met before helped me up. I mean, that that's, that's what it's about. That experience that you have people like that who are not in it for themselves that really want to help you reach your goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you- we, we did sign up. We were supposed to do it this year. Um, we were supposed to do the Ohio, uh, Spartan sprint in May, which was postponed to mm-hmm. July, which wound up getting canceled along with all the other races, <laughs> but we want to be able to, uh, do it for next year, which I think is in June. And so we're going to start training probably like in the winter, we'll find a place that's, um, safe and healthy where mm-hmm. we can do some of the stuff because there's certain things that, you know, like we, we did as a team, but, um, there's certain obstacles that either I couldn't do or I chose not to do. And, and Jeff did, cause I'm, I'm not like a monkey bar kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I did the, the five foot wall and the six foot wall with a little help from Jeff, but with seven foot, I'm like, there's no way I can do that. But, um, and there were some things I, I have a fear of heights. So there's, mm-hmm. uh, one tower that I didn't do, but then there was one that I did that I was like surprised that, the A-frame where I, I was able to do that and not freak mm-hmm. out. Um, I mean, that, that, that's, it's just, um, an experience where it, it's different from running. I mean, you're doing running along right. the way, but there's these obstacles that, you know, it, it challenges you physically and mentally. And I think along the years that I've been, running, I've had a lot of moments or hours, sometimes <laughs> we sometimes weeks of having that um, lack of well, part of it is, is a motivation thing, but also having that voice that tells me, oh, I can't do this or, or I've had enough. Mm-hmm. And it goes on and off. And, you know, it's, um, I have to go back to that Spartan experience to remember, like, I can do hard things. Mm -hmm. I just have to, I have to believe in myself and I have to like allow myself to push myself to do it because I am capable. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And, and, um, you know, no, no better way to figure out that you can do hard things and to put yourself in, in a position of doing hard things. And, and I feel like, um, from what I know about Spartan races, that's, that's one thing that they do real well is put you in, in, uh, hard situations, tough, difficult situations, uh, and, and see how you respond. Uh, one last yeah. question on the Spartan. Um, how many, uh, how many burpees did you end up doing that day or did you lose count? None. None. All None. right. No, I mean, we, we, we worked as a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one point where that almost happened because I think with, um, the, uh, archery thing, I forgot what the actual, uh, the spear throw or whatever it is. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. The spear throw. I, I am so not good at that. Um, and I tried and I, it was <laughs> really, really not good. And, and luckily Jeff got it on. The, I think you get three tries mm. and, and he got it. So we were very happy about that. I, I was stronger, I think, with the weights. So to do the, the big, uh, I guess, I guess it was like a 25 five pound metal thing that you have to pick up and log across a certain distance and come back. I could do that. I was able to do the Hercules hoist real actually like that was probably my, my strongest obstacle, but, uh, in the training that we did having at the gym, they have, um, one of these like 
rope machines. So that really helped. Mm. Um, carrying the the bucket filled with, uh, I guess it was rocks, and going up the stairs and down the stairs. Those kind of things I was stronger at. And the sandbag carry. I think it's, uh, for me, it's the um, the monkey bars and right. th- that part is harder. And we did work a little bit before the, the pandemic. We had worked a little bit on, on the hand gripping, but I have a long way to go if I'm not going to say, okay, I'll do these obstacles and you'll do these obstacles right. and some will do together. I mean, I want to be able to do more if I can. And I think it's going to take a little bit of time and, and practice, but mm-hmm. hopefully we'll get that. Yeah. And when, and just like anything in, in, in the sport of running or, or in the, the Spartan arena or, or just in life in general, right? Like once you, once you do it the first time, you figure out what you still need to work on a little bit, where, where you can improve. Um, and then you, and it's, and then it's a constant game of improving. Like you never, you never get it. You never, you never like the master, like there's always more that you can, you can improve upon more that you can learn. And, and, you know, once you've you dipped your toe into Spartans, it sounds like you're uh, you know, a fan. So, uh, you know, hopefully things clear up with, with COVID and, and races be back on schedule for, uh, 2021 and you can, you can get back out there and, and, uh, give it a go at, uh, at another Spartan race before too much longer. I hope so. I mean, I never thought I would actually be having a whole conversation about this <laughs> <laughs> and actually say I'm looking forward to doing it. Um, cause I remember like the day after we did it, I said, okay, we're done. And Jeff was like, you never do a Spartan race once. Like right. you have to do it again. And then you start to work on making a, a shorter time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I, I, I'd rather just like enjoy the experience and get through it. So I, I, I'm not as, um, competitive with myself on trying to beat the time that we did as opposed to like when I do road races and I want to beat my personal best and I want to get a certain time, even when I'm, I'm just doing runs on my own. I, I, I tend to be competitive and, and get too much into the numbers. And I think that the nice thing about the Spartan race is like, you're going out there and you're doing it. And, um, you know, I'm not one of these pros. I'm, I'm doing it for the experience. And, um, I mean, we, we made a pretty good time. I think we did in like an hour and 17 minutes, but I don't really have anything to compare it to, mm-hmm. but it, it went by pretty quickly. And I, I, I do want to do it again. I think it, it was a totally different experience than I, I thought it would be. And I'm, I'm glad for that. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And, and, you know, just like a lot of things with our sport, you can, you can do it any number of ways and none of which are wrong. You can do it for fun. You can do it to try to push yourself and, and have the best time ever. You can, you can do it like the gentleman that you didn't even know where you're out there, um, kind of probably taking your time, looking for folks that might need a boost, need a little support here and there and kind of help them along, uh, as they go as well. And, and none of those options and any of the other dozen options that you could choose from for how to run any particular race are, are wrong. Like it's just what, mm-hmm. what you're feeling like doing and, and how, you know, how, how you want to do it on that day. Um, as we're getting kind of close to starting to wrap up, Hildy, I, I have a, uh, a question that, uh, I don't know, it might, it might be, uh, you know, the thing that takes us all the way to and through the finish line. It might be something that, that's short and we can kind of touch on something else or, or, or maybe not before we wrap up. I don't know. But, um, you know, with, with, with starting kind of this, this running journey, this fitness journey, you know, five, six years ago, um, and, and having a family, having kids, uh, that, that, uh, is we, we, you mentioned just before we got recording today that you're like now officially an empty nester. So kids that, that in, in five years ago were teenagers or, you know, old enough to, to, uh, kind of know, you know, ha- probably have memories of mom before she got active and, and where she is now. Um, I, I'm just kind of curious on, on what the, the impact or what the, uh, feedback from, from your kids, from your, your husband, from, you know, extended family, uh, what, what has been their take on this, uh, quote unquote, new Hildy that this, this woman that's, that's interested in fitness and, and working out and running Spartan races and getting muddy. And, and what is, what has been kind of some of the feedback and, and, uh, 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 just the, 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 the impact on your family, uh, of this change that you've made in the last five years. So I, I'll start with my mother who is, she's very supportive and she thinks it's great that I took up this, you know, running and, and exercising when I was 46 years old. I'm now 50, I just turned 52 a few weeks ago and she laughs, um, as at the same time being encouraging because she just remembers and, and it wasn't that long ago that I 
have always been so uncoordinated mm-hmm. and tripping over myself. And I wasn't athletic. I mean, I played kickball and whatever sports in high school, but we didn't have teams. I certainly wasn't running. At one point I had put on a lot of weight and I was doing anything but exercising. So uh, to see me now and, and hear, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, going for a run with um, the local MRTT women's running group, or I'm doing a race or I'm, I'm, you know, getting ready for a Spartan. She just, she thinks it's great, but it's also, you know, just, you know, interesting mm-hmm. given how I started. My husband, um, I've got five kids and I have a daughter-in-law and son-in-law and um, I have brand new grandchildren, but they're, they're not very encouraging because they're only six <laughs> months old. <laughs> but um, my husband and my kids have been just so supportive. Um, my husband has been at a lot of my races at the finish line. He has slept out on a early, early Sunday morning to go downtown to the Cleveland Marathon and, and drive and, and be there when I finish. Um, my kids are just, um, they think it's great. Um, I have, I've run with a few of my kids. Um, I have three daughters and two sons and I did, I walked the a 5k with my oldest daughter last year, but she was newly pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, so we look forward to doing more walks and, and runs together. Um, I, I've run a half marathon with my older son. I've done just Sunday morning runs with my younger son. And they're always, you know, talking about like, Oh, how do you do, you know, how's your, your run? uh, What was your time? And, and we've run together. Um, I I've done the 10 K at the Jerusalem marathon twice now, and we signed up as a family, but we all did like different distances, but we were all, you know, cheering each other on. And I've just gotten nothing but encouragement and support from them. So, um, I don't know if they really remember, you know, the earlier years when I was, you know, carrying extra weight and I wasn't doing anything. Um, I, you know, I, I do tell them that I wish I had started earlier knowing now mm-hmm. how much I get out of it, but, you know, I can only look forward, not backward and just, you know, see what's next. Yeah. Well, and, 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 you know, along those, along those lines, you know, it, it, what, what better example to set, you know, to, to your kids and, and, uh, that, that, you know, start with where you are right now and, and just kind of keep going forward. And, and, you know, uh, it sounds like they're already on board, you know, with doing different races and walks and runs and, and, and just being, uh, engaged in what you're doing. Um, I'm sure that there's, you know, some, some good carryover, some good if impacts on them as well. Um, and, and, you know, all the different cliches that we've all heard, right. Of like, you know, the family that runs together, the family that exercises together, whatever, um, sounds like, sounds like your family is, is getting on board with that train and, and, you know, not, not for nothing, but not a bad train to be on. Right. I mean, my husband sometimes laughs because, um, when we were dating and and we were both living in New York city, I I would avoid at all costs walking. (laughs) So I would spend and waste so much money on cabs or, or buses and, you know, and, and then, um, I didn't do anything really until my, as I said, my early forties. So he's like, sometimes he wonders, you know, when I say, Oh, I can't do this on a Sunday because I'm going to be out running. It's like, what happened to the girl that I dated? (laughs) But, but honestly, like he, he's, he's great. And he's, he's proud of me and he's my biggest cheerleader. That's, that's awesome. And, and again, as I think all of us can, that, that have families can, can relate to having that support at home, um, you know, from, from spouses, from extended family, from, from children, um, is, is vital to, to, you know, to, to just to, to have support obviously, but also to, to, you know, not feel bad about taking some time on a Sunday to go for a run or, or whatever the case might be. Um, cause you're recognizing that, 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 because it's important to you, it's important to them. And, you know, as you kind of mentioned earlier, and it's been mentioned several times over the years, um, that by taking care of ourselves, it's the best way to take care of those around us as well. So, uh, it's, that's fantastic. And as we're, as we're getting close to, to wrapping up now, Hildy, I, I got to ask you a philosophical question. We can't let you off the hook without one of those. Um, 
and, and, and kind of similar to what we were just talking about from, from the family perspective, but I would, I'd love to kind of turn it more internal for you. Um, and I guess it's not exactly similar, but, but kind of just kind of looking at, you know, where you were five, six years ago to where you are now, what, what would you say has been the, the biggest change, um, biggest, biggest growth point, biggest thing that you've learned about yourself, um, in, in your, you know, five, six years of, of running and being active now that, uh, um, maybe, you know, obviously, you know, no way of knowing this, but had you not, you know, gotten in touch with Jeff six years ago and gotten started down this path, uh, maybe you would have never, you know, figured this out about yourself. What, what are, what is one of those two, one or two of those things that maybe you've kind of learned over your years as a runner so far about yourself, of course. I've learned that I, I can do things that even if I think, oh, uh, uh, where do I start or how am I going to do this, that I, I can do it. So the, the Spartan race, um, doing trail running, doing the different distances that, I, that I've run over the years, you know, like the 5K seemed like a big step. And then doing the 10K and training for it was a bigger step. And then, you know, a few months later, I did my first half marathon. And, you know, I, I it seems a little bit easier than <laughs> for some reason, maybe because I was younger um, and I didn't know any better. Um, and I, I also have to just like, um, not let these like inner voices tell me I, I can't do it or it's too hard because I, I wouldn't say nothing is too hard. Um, but I, I, you know, like doing the half marathon, I, that, that was probably like the biggest, uh, reach in terms of the road running that that was just such a huge distance and the work involved. Um, so like even in the blog, when I say, you know, you want me to do what it's, it's really about doing different things that at first I think, Oh, come on, I, I can't do this. It's, it's, it's going to be too hard. It's, it, you know, I, I, I'm not going to be able to, to actually do it. And I, 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 with some perseverance and with hard work, I can, I just have to push through the, 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 the voice that's telling me I can't and, and push forward and say, I can't. Yes. I, I, uh, I love it. I love it. And as, as per usual with these things, I'm going to try not to, to, walk all over that too much by saying too many things. So I'm just going to encourage folks uh, once again to to check out your blog and, and some of your writings if they're interested at youwantmetodowhat.home uh, on Instagram at mom of five, the number six, the number eight, at mom of five, all written out in text, six, eight, disruns.com slash eight, eight, four is the link for today's show notes, uh, links, photos, all the good stuff there as well, disruns.com slash eight, eight, four. So, uh, Hildy, thank you for, uh, for taking the time. Thanks for raising your hand as, uh, as, as a volunteer to, to do this. I appreciate it. Uh, certainly have, have enjoyed, you know, some interactions over social media over the years, but, uh, it's, it's a pleasure to be able to chat with you for a while and, and, uh, Certainly wish you nothing but the best going forward. So thanks again for the time today. And uh, who knows, maybe somewhere down the line we can we can do this again. But uh, appreciate your time. Well, thank you so much for having me. I will tell you that there there was um, a 5K that I did last year in my neighborhood. And I wound up uh, meeting someone from your group who I guess he recognized me from my posts. And it was like we just started talking about the podcast and how much we enjoy it. And, you know, I... I I've been listening to you for over two years now, and I, I really enjoy, I listen to every single podcast. And especially now, I love hearing the stories of the members' journeys because each one is so motivational, you know, whether they got started and they've been doing this for a long time or like me, where I started a little bit later in life. It's just very, very motivating. So thank you for doing what you do. All right. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope that you enjoyed the conversation between Hildy and myself. And as per usual, be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was your takeaway from the conversation today? 
Uh, for me, I think it kind of goes back to, to something we talked about at the beginning. And I even kind of talked about it a little bit during the, the episode, but it's that, that finish line feeling and uh, how special it is and how it, it can be tough to put into words. But the reason I think it was a takeaway for me or, or, or the, why, the reason that it's going to maybe stick in my head a little bit, um, hopefully well into the future when, when races are a thing again and there is that finish line feeling, is that if I'm honest, I know that there's been times where I've, I've not had that finish line feeling because I'm too focused on the result, you know, instead of being relieved and happy and like proud of the, the achievement of running whatever distance it was and whatever time it it took me, I'm focused on mostly on the result, right? Mostly on the finish line. And you know, if I didn't hit my goal, if I came up short of what I thought I was capable of that day, it's, you know, kind of, uh, uh, pissy pants at the finish line going, Oh, well, you know, if I would have done this, or if I would have done, done that, or, you know, if I wouldn't have done this or whatever, you know, whatever things that I'm, I'm, you know, if, if it cost me a few seconds, if it cost me several minutes, if it cost me more than that, um, you know, as far as how, how much slower than my, my expected finish was instead of, instead of being happy and, and, and feeling celebratory, even though the result wasn't what I wanted, but I still, did something. I still ran a marathon. I still ran a, a 5k, a, an ultra, whatever. It, it's so quickly that I just focus on the negative, what I could have done better instead of just relishing the moment. And hearing Hildy talk about, you know, the, the feeling she gets when she crosses the finish line and, um, the emotions that, that come into play. It just, it just kind of struck me to hopefully going forward, be a little bit more intentional about, you know, the result will be what it is. And, there's a time and a place to go back and kind of analyze the the race and, you know, learn what, you know, what worked, what didn't, what can we do better? And I'm certainly not saying we shouldn't have goals to chase, but at the end of the day, whether you hit the mark, whether you come up short, whether you exceed expectations, maybe don't take the finish lines for granted. At least maybe I shouldn't maybe take the finish lines for granted because heaven, heaven forbid there may come a day Hopefully not for a long, long, long time, but there may come a day where, where there are no more finish lines in my future. I guess, I guess ultimately, eventually that, that day is going to come, right? Um, eventually I will cross the finish line and that'll be it. Right. And until then, maybe don't take the races for granted. Don't take the runs for granted. Don't take this thing that, that I enjoy doing that you enjoy doing. Um, but again, if this is just about me and my takeaway, don't take don't take running, racing, the community. Don't take any of it for granted because none of it's promised. None of it's promised, right? And so that's that's my takeaway to just, you know, the results are going to be what the results are going to be. There's a time and a place, like I said, to, to ruminate, to think about, to maybe overanalyze, maybe beat myself up a little bit. I mean, I can tell you that maybe I shouldn't do all that stuff, but I'm going to do all that stuff. But I don't think the time nor the place is the finish line. And Hildy, Hildy really reminded me of that today. So thank you, Hildy, for that. Um, what about y'all? What, what was your takeaway? What was something that we talked about today that really kind of stuck out to you? What, what's sticking in your mind after this conversation? Let me know. At Disruns on Twitter, at Disruns on Instagram. You can always tag me in a post or slide into the DMs in either place and, and kind of let me know your thoughts on today's episode. Of course, you can also shoot an email to Disruns at gmail.com. Happy to hear your thoughts there. And uh, if nothing else... Maybe not, if nothing else. Another option, there we go. That's a better way of saying it. Another option is to point your browser over to the show notes for today, disruns.com slash 884. Maybe you're listening to the episode on the show notes right now because, you know, we have to, the player is embedded in, in each show notes page. You can listen to it there. Uh, and so, you know, as I'm talking right now, you're scrolling down to the bottom of the page. You're scrolling down past the uh, the photos, past the links, past all the things into that comment section down at the bottom. And you're about ready to type your takeaways right now. And if you're not, you can point your browser over there and type your type your takeaways in the comment section. And uh, sometimes that starts a good little conversation. And sometimes, you know, somebody else will listen to this episode six months from now. They'll read your takeaway and be like, oh, yeah, me too. And and there we go. Conversation rekindled. And that's always fun when that happens. So uh, disruns.com slash 884. Uh, and uh, that is about where we'll wrap it up. But one last reminder for Head Sweats, if you're looking at, at maybe getting a, a winter hat as uh, winter is starting to approach, you need a little something warmer, keep the ears warm while you're out on your uh, your runs this winter. Um, or maybe you're, you know, you're just in the in the market for some some Christmas fun stuff, Christmas hat, Christmas, uh, you know, tacky Christmas sweater that's not actually a sweater. It's actually just kind of like a dry fit you know, shirt. 
which, you know, not for nothing. If I was going to do a themed holiday race ever, like, I'll probably be wearing my, my uh, head sweats, tacky Christmas sweater tech shirt uh, in the future. So, spoiler alert on that one. Uh, but you can check out all the things that Head Sweats has uh, available over at uh, Dizruns.com slash Head Sweats. Once again, that's, that's the same website, same cost, same everything as if you just point your browser right to the directly to the Head Sweats website. But it pays a little a little commission to me. I, I don't know what I get, 10%, something like that on your order. Um, whatever it is, it's, it's better than a stick in the eye. Costs you nothing else. Supports the show. Win, win, win. And complete that, that trifecta of wins. Don't forget to use the coupon code DIZRUNS35 at checkout. D-I-Z-R-U-N-S-3-5 at checkout. Save yourself 35% on whatever you end up getting from the old Head Sweats website. And with that, we'll go ahead and officially wrap this one up. Y'all, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, don't be afraid to hit that share button. Send this one along to a friend, someone that uh, you know that might enjoy the episode as well. Uh, That's always appreciated. Until next time, y'all, please be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, right? See you guys.